0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 489, Three Signs You Will Be Fine, Even If You Don't Feel Fine Right Now, part one, by Mark Sharanoff of markandangel.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Hello, happy Thursday, welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, a podcast with a vision of bringing hundreds of blogs to audio for free. I read from a bunch of different personal development and minimalism blogs, like The Minimalist, Derek Sivers, Steve Pavlina, Zen Habits, James Clear, and many more, including the very popular Mark and Angel, who I'm reading from today. If you didn't know, this is one of four podcasts, soon to be five, where we read blogs to you. Check out our others, come by oldpodcast.com slash listen to learn more about all of them. Let's get to today's post right now and start optimizing your life. Three signs you will be fine even if you don't feel fine right now, part one, by Mark Sharanoff of markandangel.com. You start your day and you're immediately worried about all the things on your plate, all the things you have to do, and all the people you will see. You're anxious about what other people, family, friends, colleagues, and strangers alike might think of you. You pass people on the street and, without even realizing it, you worry about how you look in their eyes. You worry about your responsibilities at work, emails, meetings, paperwork, etc and all the obligations you have in your personal life, family, meals, bills, etc And you have this constant aching feeling that you're not doing enough, that you're not as good as you should be, and you never will be. You worry about how you compare to other people, about how far behind you are, about how good or bad you'll be going forward, about all the things you don't have, about what you're missing out on, about how guilty you feel for not being better, skinnier, stronger, and smarter than you are right now, And so it goes. But you're not alone. We all get caught up in our own heads sometimes. What you need to realize is that, regardless of what's going on in your life, there's a good chance you'll be just fine. The world will keep turning, and life will be okay. We're always obsessing over things that might go wrong, about the disheartening things people might think about us, and so on and so forth. In a nutshell, we're focused on the negative possibilities only. But those negative possibilities are just a few small possibilities out of a pool of many. So the chances of them becoming a reality are slim. And even if one of them does become a reality, let's say somebody thinks poorly of you, the negative impact of this reality is rarely as disastrous as we imagine. The truth is, even if our fears transpire, 99% of the time, we'll be fine. Try to envision all the little things you've worried about recently. You survived every single one of those possibilities, right? Life didn't fall apart. And even when you were forced to struggle for a while, you learned some useful lessons that ultimately made you stronger. If you simply make a positive ritual of telling yourself that you'll be fine and that you are fine right now, you can gradually let go of your worries the moment you notice them arising. You can think better and you can ultimately live better. You can start your day with a sense of peace in your mind, a genuine smile on your face, and then you can put your best foot forward. All of this is true and worth practicing, but, What about the tough times when a disaster actually does strike? How do you cope then? Let me share a quick relevant story with you. Quote, today on my 47th birthday, I reread the suicide note I wrote on my 27th birthday about two minutes before my girlfriend Carol showed up at my apartment and told me I'm pregnant. Her words were honestly the only reason I didn't follow through with it. Suddenly I felt I had something to live for and I started making positive changes. It's been a journey, but Carol is now my wife, and we've been happily married for 19 years. And my daughter, who is now a 21-year-old university student pursuing a degree in medicine, has two younger brothers. I reread my suicide note every year on the morning of my birthday as a reminder to be graceful. I am grateful I got a second chance at life, Unquote. That's the opening paragraph of an email I recently received from a course student named Kevin. His words remind me that sometimes you have to die a little on the inside first in order to be reborn and rise again as a stronger, happier version of yourself. Circumstances and people will occasionally break you down to the lowest of lows, but if you keep your mind focused on the positive, your heart open to love, and continue to put one foot in front of the other, you can recover the pieces, rebuild, and come back much stronger and happier than you ever would have been otherwise. Angel and I have dealt with our fair share of adversity too, losing siblings and best friends to death, financial and business turmoil, etc and we've written a lot about it over the years. But today, let me remind you of some clear signs that you'll be just fine even if you don't feel fine right now. Number one, right now, everything is changing again, nothing is certain, and you are free. Everything in life is temporary, nothing lasts. Every moment gives us a new beginning and a new ending. We literally get a second chance every second. Every time it rains, it stops raining. Everything that goes up comes down. After darkness, there is always light. We're reminded of this every morning, but somehow we don't see it. People all over the world are constantly telling their one heartbreaking story about how their entire life has turned into an exercise in coping with one particular unfair event from the past. Every present opportunity they have is then burned at the stake to fuel a fiery obsession with something that can't be changed. The key is to realize that you don't have to be one of these people. You are a product of your past, but you don't have to be a prisoner of it. You become a prisoner when you cling to what no longer exists. So remember that if you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello. It may be hard, but you can let go. And to a certain degree, you must. You have to let go and accept the feeling of not knowing exactly where you're going next and train yourself to love and appreciate this freedom. Because it is only when you are suspended in the air with no destination in sight that you force your wings to open fully so you can fly. And as you soar around, you still may not know where you're traveling to. But that's not what's important. What's important is the opening of your wings. You may not know where you're headed, but you know that so long as your wings are spread, the winds will carry you forward. Angel and I discuss this in more detail in the Adversity chapter of 1,000 Little Things Happy Successful People Do Differently. Number two, you have some incredible choices to make. Oftentimes we yearn for just a tiny range of life experiences, the good times, the comfortable situations, the experiences that make us happy. And yet the reality we're faced with every day is quite different. Life gives us a broad range of very different experiences that gradually wrap our emotions up in anger and love and heartbreak and joy and frustration and excitement and loneliness and confusion, one after another. These are all part of our reality, our collective human condition. The question is, how will you choose to respond? You can revolt against the unfairness of having to deal with not getting everything you want. You can be angry at the world for the pain and struggle you're faced with. You can attempt to resist and deny the experiences of sadness, frustration, confusion, and so forth. Just be aware that all of these choices will ultimately lead you in spiraling circles of deeper and darker despair. A more effective choice, perhaps, is to fully embrace reality and the broad range of life experiences you encounter, taking the good with the bad. This includes all of your emotions, all of your ups and downs, all of your blissful moments and painful ones, and the entirety of everything in between. Life is not just rainbows and butterflies. It's intricate and remarkable. Fully embracing life in this way means opening yourself to unimaginable possibilities, being vulnerable to unexpected changes, being compassionate with yourself when times are tough, giving yourself some extra love and kindness no matter what happens, and being grateful for the opportunity to experience it all. It means not expecting to always be the perfect human living the perfect life, but instead accepting reality as it is and accepting yourself as you are and then making the best of it. Number three, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Three Signs You Will Be Fine, Even If You Don't Feel Fine Right Now, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. And I'll wrap up this post in Friday show tomorrow. You can find all of their books and courses right there on their site. And before we go, do check out all of our podcasts if you haven't already. If you find value in this idea of us reading blogs to you, you can hear a lot of more blogs for free. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash listen to learn about the others. And I'll leave it there for today. I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow where we'll wrap up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance.